0: Welcome back. It is, in fact, midday. My, our theater critic, my theater critic. I'm a, I want, I want to own you all for myself. Jay Wynn Russick joins me here in studio A. Judy, good to see you.
1: Good to see you, Tom.
0: So we're going to talk about a production by Arts Centric. Uh, of a show called Crowns. This is a production that's a second collaboration between Artcentric and Baltimore Center Stage. Uh, we talked about the first one, the musical called Dreamgirls, last season. So, Crowns is also a musical but uh, certainly less well-known than Dream uh, Dreamgirls, so give us some background on Crowns.
1: Well, Tom, this is a gospel musical. It premiered off-Broadway in 2002. I saw it a year later at Arena Stage in Washington, where it was so popular they brought it back a couple times since then playwright regina taylor adapted the show from a book called crowns portraits of black women in church hats so as you can tell from that subtitle crowns are hats Um, but these hats aren't just accessories Some of these hats represent family history, some tell broader history, including slavery and combating racial discrimination, and all of the hats tell history of personal and public pride. And this hat history has some humor. We hear about a woman who had 200 hats, a woman who wanted her mother to be buried in a hat, and we learn the hat queen rules. Don't touch the hat, don't knock the hat, don't hug too close. One woman talks about what she calls hatitude. That's the (laughs) attitude it takes to wear a hat. And another one of them says, I'd lend my children before I'd lend my hat. My children know their way home. (laughs) 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 So art-centric production is fun. It's enjoyable. It's informative. It's inspiring. And it's just plain rousing.
0: So we've talked about jukebox musicals, you know, that have, you know, songs from a certain band or a certain singer or something. Um, This is a gospel musical, but is there a plot to it?
1: There is, there is. Regina Taylor created a story about a teenager in Brooklyn, Yolanda. And after Yolanda's brother is shot and killed, her mother sends her to live with her grandmother in the South. You can imagine that she's a fish out of water. Yolanda is played by Anaya Green. We meet her before the murder. She and her brother are rapping. They're wearing baseball caps. She's in torn jeans, very, very urban. And then suddenly she's in the rural south. Her grandmother and the other church ladies surround her, and they sing In the Morning When I Rise. And Anaya Green's Yolanda just watches them very suspiciously. She admits she's a lost soul. She says she's looking for herself. And in the course of the play, she finds herself in this small church, in this small town. Yolanda's search is told through the language of hats, starting in Africa, continuing to the present. She learns that wearing hats in church isn't just a sign of respect— it's a connection to past generations, to mothers, to grandmothers. I brought a clip of what I'll call some of this hat catechism, or maybe a better way to put it would be hatechism. Let's listen. Church was the only place slaves were allowed to congregate. So if you had something you wanted to show off or be in style, you'd wear it to church. Yeah. Hats were a sign of status for black women. Once you got up on your feet and started working, you bought some hats. And to be ladylike, you also bought gloves and shoes with a matching pocketbook. But the shoes would wear out first and you'd have to buy a whole new set. Hats are like people. Sometimes they reveal and sometimes they conceal.
0: Sometimes they reveal, sometimes they conceal. That's cool. That's Katrina Jones, Asia Leger, Arnold, and Ashley Johnson Moore in Crowns. That's an art-centric production. It's at Baltimore Center Stage. So, Julie, uh, uh, Judy, we talked about this as a gospel musical. Um, I assume there's a lot of spirited singing. How does that go? Oh,
1: there is. There is, and it goes very well. The singing is really a major reason to see the show there are half dozen performers playing church ladies and when they all sing together they sound like a full church choir the musical directions by Cedric D Lyles he also leads the onstage band which is also top-notch there are about two dozen songs they range from familial gospel numbers like when the Saints go marching in to some that are rather unfamiliar to me at least Uh, one of these is a gospel number with the very appropriate title When I've done the best I can, I want my crown. I want my crown. I should mention that Artcentric has added dancers to the cast. They interpret some of the spirituals, the choreographies by Shalice Hemby. There are only two men in the show. One is a dancer named Quincy Vicks. The other is Ryan Jolson, who plays the church preacher, and he has an impressive singing voice himself. Among all these strong voices, the powerhouse is Anitra McKinney and she stopped the show on opening night her rendition of his eyes on the sparrow starts fairly subdued it's really lovely and then it builds and when she cuts loose the night i was there members of the audience rose to their feet they raised their arms they cheered i have a clip this comes relatively close to the end of the song you'll hear the show's small but very passionate choir backing her up let's listen
0: She can sell a song. That's Anitra McKinney in the cast of ArtCentric's production of Crowns. It's at Baltimore Center Stage. So, Judy, this is a show about hats. Um, Tell us what the hats are like in this production. Would you say they're tasteful, they're outrageous, they're sedate, they're oversized? How would you characterize them?
1: Well, they are all of the above, Tom. They're the whole rainbow in colors. There's blue hats, there's green hats, there's red hats, there's white hats, there's black hats, there's pink hats. There are straw hats, there are chiffon hats, there are feathered hats, there are bedazzled hats. They're hats decorated with bows and flowers and fruit. The Wildest Hat is a tall emerald green hat. It's almost a top hat. And it is decorated with flowers and feathers and, believe it or not, two birds in two separate bird's nests. Um, The hats are supplied by a company here in town called ZM Customs Hat Company. Um, They're actually going to be for sale at the end of the run. I also want to mention the set, which is designed by Emily Lotz, and it's a framework for the interior of a white clabbered church. It's three sets of arched, pale, stained glass windows, and they have open spaces between them, and you can see the band through the open spaces. The set kind of serves as a really beautiful frame for all of these colorful church hats.
0: So when you're watching this show, Crowns, I mean, do you feel like you're in church or in the theater? I mean, because for some folks, they may not want to feel like they're in church. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it depends. So what, what's your take?
1: Well, I felt like I was in both. I mean, to me, good theater is a communal, spiritual experience. And I want to give a shout-out here to the director, Kevin S. McAllister. He's the artistic director of Artcentric. Initially, when we watch the congregation in the church, their backs are to us. They're looking at the preacher. And then McAllister has them turn their chairs toward us, and we become part of that congregation. The show is as much about church as it is about hats. I think you could gather that. And one word of advice that actually comes up in the script, but this is to our listeners. If you wear a hat to see crowns, make sure it is not so gigantic that it blocks the view of the person behind you. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that'd be a terrible irony, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> All right, Crowns, it's at Baltimore Center Stage. It's a production of Artcentric, and it's there till a week from Sunday, March 5th. You can come to our website, and we'll have information about that. So, Judy, next week we're going to talk about a show called Dead Man's Cell Phone. It's at the Fells Point Corner Theater. That'll be fun.
1: Yes, yes, a play by Sarah Rule. Always great to talk about her work.
0: Yep, she's a, a favorite of mine, indeed. I like like her work a lot. All right, well, thanks so much. We'll see you then. Thank you, Tom. That's it for us today. Tomorrow, my guest is Baltimore County Executive Johnny Olszewski Jr. Here and now is coming up now uh, after news at the top of the hour, and tomorrow, of course, marks the one-year anniversary since Russian forces first invaded Ukraine. WYPR will air a one-hour special tonight from NPR at eight o'clock with a repeat airing on Sunday afternoon at 4 o'clock. It will be hosted by Lila Faddle. I'm Tom Hall. Thanks so much for listening here on Midday. I appreciate it. Thanks for subscribing to our podcast, checking us out on Twitter at MiddayWIPR and checking me out at Tom Hall Have a great day. You've been listening to Midday with Tom Hall on your public radio. This is member supported 881 WYPR, Baltimore's NPR news station.